Hi, my name is Jennifer Thorpe, and welcome to the Pure Social Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating, enlightening, and empowering others individually and collectively. As we grow and transform, we can impact lives positively and change our world. Hi, everyone. For today's episode, I wanted to just take an opportunity to talk about the signs of burnout. I have had so many conversations in the past month um, about burnout with people in the workforce, people who volunteer, uh, just even some of my friends in their homes. There's just been um, the word has just come up over and over again. It is truly something that affects millions and millions of people. And it occurs more and more, especially in a society like ours, where we work um, around the clock, basically, where we work hard and we attempt to do many, many things with the time that we have available to us. So I wanted to just begin by defining what burnout is. Um, oftentimes it can get confused with stress, um, Some people can even confuse it. It can overlap a little bit with compassion fatigue. But what sets burnout apart is it's a state of having emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion. It is something that is occurring for over, um, for for a period of time that is prolonged. Um, It's excessive. And there may not seem to be an end in sight. So for those of us who have experienced it or are experiencing it, it can be something that can kind of over really take you and the stress of it because of the long, um, extensive period of it, it can just be draining. So you think about um, if you're driving your car, I have to say I have done this uh, several times in my lifetime. Um, I think I'm a little bit better now where I try to really do what my uncle has taught me and fill my gas up, my gas tank up when I'm at a half a tank. Don't even let it even find myself in a situation where I'm running on E. But I have been guilty of this in the past. And um, for many of you who can experience this, if you ever have ran on E, and nowadays a lot of times you can see the number of how many miles you have left. And some of us may have overstepped or we may have thought, oh, a gas station is going to come up soon. But it doesn't come. And you're driving. And now you're like, okay, I have you know, 20 something miles, 22 miles. But now it's like, oh, wait, 11. Wait, it's getting lower. And you're really concerned about the fact that you may not be able to get gas, um, especially if you've been in traffic and you're bumper to bumper and you're trying to get to exit. That can cause a lot of stress, but it's something that you're just driving on E. And some of us right now are physically on E. That burnout feeling though, can oftentimes, like I said, can overlap with other feelings. And so I wanted to be able to give you some signs to be able to kind of be able to see or discern for yourself whether or not you are experiencing burnout or close to experiencing burnout. Some of the signs you might be experiencing that are physiological is it could be extreme fatigue. It could also be irritability that occurs often, having headaches, back pain, You might also find that you're often having a common cold, so you're getting sick more often, more frequently. Your immune system is down. Um, You may even have something such as high blood pressure. It may develop, but these are different physiological signs that may be occurring or have started to occur, but that they are consistent. They've been sticking around. They haven't been going anywhere. 
And that may be a sign that you're experiencing burnout. Some of the behavioral signs that can occur with burnout might be a loss of enthusiasm, not excited about too many things. You might have a quickness to be very frustrated or angry. So that means you're reacting. You're reacting very quickly. You're frustrated and it's easily occurring and it's happening over and over. You may be becoming increasingly rigid. So maybe making abrupt statements or undercuts to someone. Um, you may also find that you're having difficulty making decisions. Um, something else that can happen when you're burnt out, you have no energy. So it is easy for you to withdraw from your peers. You may even experience irritation with your coworkers or a, de- uh, a disconnection with coworkers. Um, you might find yourself having a reduced motivation. So these are some of the behavioral signs that could be occurring when you're experiencing burnout. Some of the psychological signs that can occur is you can have depression. You might have that feeling of sadness and emptiness that occurs, but that this is something that, again, the time frame is extensive. It's prolonged. It's not something that happened for a day or two. Maybe it's happening for two weeks or longer, months at a time. But you're in this constant state and it's not really going anywhere. It's not something you can snap your fingers and get out of. You might really begin to be more pessimistic. You may even be having feelings of hopelessness. Um, for those who um, are more emotional, you may find that you're having crying spells. Um, it could also really affect your sleep as well. You might have, um, you could have nightmares or you just may be very disrupted in your sleep. And that can also be a physiological sign as well. But psychologically, when you're finding that you're having bad dreams, um, that can really be affecting you as well. So it's even in your subconscious what you're feeling. Some signs that may be affecting someone spiritually could be a loss of faith. You might also have a loss of purpose. There's no meaning to what it is that you're doing. You can also feel a disconnection from your God or your higher power or whatever your belief system is. Those values may begin to change because of a loss of connection. And so you can really feel that disconnect. And those those are some of the spiritual signs that can begin to show you, man, maybe I really am having a burnout here. And again, with each of these examples that I've given, this is not something that is like stress where um, you're having an overreaction here and there, or you're, you just had a loss of energy for a short period of time um, until your circumstances change or your situation changes. With a burnout particularly, you're really starting to see that loss of motivation. You're not, as, you're not hopeful. Um, you're really seeing yourself become more detached. There is that depression that can be there. Um, and it can, and your emotions can even be a little bit more, um, blunted where you can either be having, um, an overreaction to things or you can just even be frozen or numb, having very little reaction. And so this is something that you'll see over and over can be classified where you're seeing yourself in more and more um, disengagement. And so these are the things that um, can be those signs for you to look at. So if you if any of these things resonate with you, you might begin to be, think that, OK, maybe I am experiencing burnout and burnout is not something that's simply related to our work. 
But it does happen very often with our fields. We work in a society where, again, most of us work five days a week. Um, if you're working eight hours or more um, in that time frame, if your job is demanding, and especially if you are a caretaker um, or someone who is in a high-stress position, uh, this is where it can be really daunting for you in the workforce. The other thing is, is that you might be in a position where it could be very difficult for you to set boundaries or you may not have um, the supervisors who are respecting of those boundaries. Maybe they um, want to be and are unable to be or they simply uh, view it as this is your job, this is what you need to do and they may simply pile more on. However, it is so important that you are, re- you are understanding what is affecting you. If it's your job, it's it, if it's something within your job, if it's a project, if it's something that you're, if it's an undertaking that you have um, decided to do, or maybe it was brought to you, because these are the types of high pressures over time that can cause you to burn out, and eventually it will affect your work, um, especially if you become more and more disengaged. It can also um, not be work related, but it could also be your lifestyle or what it is that you volunteer in. If you have a lifestyle that is constantly demanding, your time is going consistently from one event to the next event. Maybe you're running around with your kids. Uh, maybe you're, you yourself are very active or you have a high social network, but that network involves you um, having to drive often and to have different meetings, etc. That can be something that can um, cause you to feel very overwhelmed. And again, this can occur for long periods of times. You might also have a lifestyle where your extracurricular activities or where you volunteer, you're taking on way too many responsibilities. So there is a difference between um, being able to give of your time and also be able to have leadership roles. But if your leadership roles are putting you at a point where you are constantly feeling overworked, you're not feeling supported, and I will say this also for work, if you're not feeling supported, then that can be really, um, that can really affect your mental, your emotional and physical state is what I will say there. And so this can be, again, something that can cause burnout, but it's so important to be aware of this because these are the areas where when, when we start to make change, we have to start to evaluate those areas. And it's going to be difficult to create change and to come out of burnout if we're not aware of what exactly is affecting us in each area of our life. Some of burnout can simply be caused by also our internal selves. For many of us, we can struggle with perfectionism. We can struggle with, um, we can struggle with trust. We may want to feel like, or not even want to feel like I apologize. Let me take that. Let me actually change that there. Um, and I apologize because I don't want to say something that is harmful. And so to be more accurate, we can sometimes take on more than what is necessary. Or on the flip side of that, we may have a sense of control and that control may make us think, um, one of the concepts can be if we don't do it, then it won't get done. Or if it gets done, it won't get done the right way. And sometimes that's a truth. That's a reality, depending on who your coworkers are, depending on who your team is that you're working with, depending on what it is you're trying to accomplish. And so that can be a reality that can be very daunting when you are attempting to do something. And that is also in your home. 
Maybe you you know that the kitchen is going to get done and it's going to get done right if you do it versus your child or your spouse. And so these types of things um, can add on to your internal perspective as to what it is that you feel you must do. And so again, burnout is this prolonged stress. You know, it's excessive. But what's happening is you're stressed in this situation through your own personality traits because you have to control or because you're trying to achieve um, a certain status or maybe if you're a student, you're trying to have a certain grades. Um, if you're in your workforce, you want to be successful. And these things are all wonderful in and of itself, but where it can become unhealthy is when there's not a balance. And so these again are some of the signs that can occur and some of the things that can take place in our life, whether it's our lifestyle um, and our lifestyle also pertains to our home life, whether it's work related. Again, if you're volunteering and it can also be our own personality, our own inner core um, characteristics that can really inflict more stress on us that causes us to be more overwhelmed. And so when you have that information, and maybe some of the things that I've said as you've listened, maybe you're thinking, wow, this is really impacting me. This is, I find myself in situations where I, I am so overwhelmed that I am just crying. I find myself where I don't, I can't give an, to anybody else. I even have friends that I want to spend time with, but I don't have the energy to even get with them because I am so done. I'm toast. I am fried. You're just mentally, emotionally, physically undone. And as a result, you have less hope. You have um, less motivation. You're feeling a great deal of sadness. Um, and again, you are just completely overwhelmed and it is prolonged. This is not something that's occurring, you know, for a couple of days. This is for weeks and months on end. And you're getting to the point to where if something doesn't change, there will likely be a complete shutdown because eventually the body does a shutdown or the body will react and say enough is enough and there will be some type of explosion. There will be likely that fight or flight that you've heard us talk about on the podcast many times. So how do we change it? What are some things you can do? So I wanted to give you honestly just three tips that I hope will hopefully help you to be able to recognize burnout from the signs that we've said, but then to also be able to turn it around, how to really deal with burnout so that you can come out of that hole that you're experiencing because nobody wants to be there. And the first thing I really wanted to encourage you with is figure out a way to make self-care a part of your daily life. So I want to encourage you to think about what you put in your calendar. Oftentimes, if you have a calendar, whether you're using your iCalendar or Note, whatever from a different, I think that's Android, or you're using a regular calendar where you're actually writing it in, oftentimes we put in the things we have to do that are consistent, whether it's our school, whether it's work, whether it's um, if we're involved in certain activities, those are the things that we put in. They're kind of in that ink. They're set in stone. And then we tend to put things that we are taking care of either for ourselves or for others. But they're normally things that need to get done, whether it's shopping um, or taking care of something for your child or for your spouse, or maybe you're doing something with friends. Uh, maybe you're celebrating someone. Maybe you're planning something. But you're but we tend to fill it up with things that we are not normally doing that make us happy. 
So I want to encourage you to really think about making yourself a priority and making your self-care a priority. Self-care is not just for burnout people. Self-care is not just for stress, but it is a great way to be able to prevent stress. It's a wonderful way to be able to prevent um, burnout. And more importantly, it's a, it's a tool that will allow you to really practice self-love and to really treat yourself in a way that is deserving and worthy. We have all these cliches um, that honestly, I hope we all believe that you are worth it, that you matter, that you are deserving. But oftentimes they're just cliches because we don't often live that way. And I want to encourage you and empower you to put you back on your calendar, on your schedule. What helps you reset? Maybe it's reading your Bible in the morning. Maybe it's meditating in the morning. Maybe it's going for a walk or a run. Maybe it's writing. What helps you take care of you? Put it back into your schedule on a daily basis. And then I would love for you while sticking with this self-care is to put something on there that's a date that's just for you. This was something that I did in my, um, I took an arts um, class that I did with friends and it was a great way to really reclaim being an artist. Uh, but one of the things that was really important was that we had these self-care dates, you know, that we had dates that were just really about things that we love. And I want to encourage you to really give yourself something, whether it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour, you can do it however you so design, but it's an opportunity for you to take that run that's special for you or enjoy some flowers, you know, to just literally do something that encourages you and inspires you. But one of the most important ways in that first tip that I'm talking about is to do self-care. Now, if you are burnt out, you're likely going to struggle to do something big. And so I want to encourage you to start small. Maybe it's going to get a Starbucks coffee and just spending time with you. Maybe it's just reading your favorite book and maybe that you're not going to try to get a chapter in. Maybe you're just going to try to get a few pages in. Maybe it's just sitting outside, enjoying the sun. Start small, but as you begin and you do these small things that are just for you, you'll find that it will become habitual. And more importantly, it'll become more and more easy for you to think through what are the things you love? What are the things you desire? What are the things that bring you joy and peace and calmness? Um, And as you do that, you'll be able to do more and more things and find more and more ways to explore your inner self. And so I want to encourage you, number one, to really practice self-care. The other tip that I really want to make sure that you think about is find your support system. If you have a support system, reach out. Make sure you reach out to two or three people and you say, hey, I've really been having a hard time here. Can you be somebody that I talk to about this? Or maybe you just have a friend that you're like, I just need to talk. I don't need you to say anything to me. I just need you to be an ear. Have a support system. If you're struggling with certain things um, or if you're needing encouragement, join a group. 
Um, I know that on Facebook, there's so many different groups that you can join within your profession and also even things that you love. Maybe for you, you love to go out and one of your favorite pastimes is to go play tennis or something. Join a group. Join a group. Maybe you want to be an artist. Maybe you love to paint. Go do something that you really love. But it's important that you have a support group. So do it with a friend. Uh, make sure you're talking. Make sure you have people in your life in your life that will really um, support you. That will um, that will be on this journey with you. That will help strengthen you. That will be your biggest cheerleaders. And I would also say, with that, within this tip. Make sure that you limit your contact with negative people. They affect your mood and they affect your perceptions and your outlook. You will be happier and more joyful if you limit your contact with negative people. Now, we cannot avoid negativity everywhere we go, but especially when you're in such a moment of um, despair and sadness, Being around negative people can be very toxic and it can cause you to even spiral more. And especially if that is a relationship that can be emotionally or psychologically abusive, that can be um, very dangerous. And so you really want to limit your contact and you really want to make sure that you have a community of people that are meaningful, that don't do not add to your stress, that you may even join a group where you might find yourself in a situation where you're able to make new friends. And within that support, support group, if you need extra help, if you find yourself where you are truly emotionally um, undone, where you are in a state where you are um, increasingly frustrated, increasingly overwhelmed, or you're feeling helpless, you have no motivation, then I would also encourage you to make a, a help a professional and seek out professional help and let that individual as well be a part of your support group because that is so important to you healing and to your growth. The last thing that I really want to encourage you with when it comes to burnout is to reevaluate your priorities. When you start to come out, and this is something that you can do with a professional, but also within your support groups. And as you Take time to be able to really make time for yourself and do things that you love. You may find that maybe the job you're in is not where you need to be. You may find the circle that you're in is not exactly where you need to be. You really will do yourself a service. You will do yourself, um, you will give yourself an opportunity for growth and for inner strength to be developed even more and more if you reevaluate your priorities. Reevaluate when you get to the point to where you can start to look again at what your hopes are. What are your dreams? When you're able to do that, then you can start to really ask yourself under this, okay, what type of boundaries do I need to set in order to accomplish that? And these are small steps. But when you start to reevaluate your priorities, you'll start to see, okay, what is most important for me? What do I need in order to be healthy, to be mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically, spiritually healthy? When you do that, those things become priority and then they become and it becomes stronger. Then you're able to actually with that nourish those things in you. 
And what's going to be so important about that is that those priorities will eventually help to give you time to also see the importance of rest, which is what we need to do to heal if there are any wounds that need to be healed and also to give you the opportunity to continue to reflect and grow. And so reevaluating your priorities, that one thing at that one root can really help you to start to say, okay, what are the things that I need in my life and what are the things that I need to remove from my life? One example is technology or social media. Maybe as you burn out, maybe you might be struggling because you are looking at someone who you feel like, wow, they do it all. They do everything and their life seems so perfect. How do they do it? And how do they, how are they spinning 15, 20 plates? And I'm trying to do three or four and I'm burnt out. Don't compare. Maybe you need to remove that social media or maybe the person you're following, you need to unfollow. Maybe again, the people that you've surrounded yourself with. Um, if they are as well, not having good boundaries, maybe those are people that you need to think, mm, that's not who I can really associate with right now, because that's not going to help me. But as you again, as you really make those priorities, and you start to look at that, this is a wonderful tip, because priorities help you to kind of have goals. And goals then start to increase your motivation. And when you get motivated about something, you get excited. And when you get excited, you're able to look forward to something new and something different. And so that way, when you start to think about, oh, as I shift my priorities and I see this is so important to me, then some tools such as relaxation um, techniques, yoga, meditation, deep breathing, or making sure that you get plenty of rest, um, all those things you start to really feel more confident about doing and you also are more serious about because they become a priority because what you're doing is you're actually prioritizing yourself. Burnout is excessive stress. It's prolonged. But what it does is that it really starts to empty out your cup to where there's nothing left. But when we change our priorities, when we actually make self-care a priority, Okay, when we take on that tip, when we actually start to really think through our support system and we start to think through what are our priorities, what are the things that are so important to us, it creates a shift. And those shifts, these little tips, these little tools, what they do is they actually help you to prevent stress. They help you to think of what you can and cannot take on, what your boundaries need to be, what you would like to be doing or not be doing, and they can literally change your whole life. And that's something that I really wanted to encourage you with today. I want to encourage you as you go out, think about the signs. Are you experiencing burnout? Think about that. Think about the different areas that were discussed and think about the tips that I've mentioned to you. And of course, if you are truly in the burnout state, if you're there and it's not, you're not even on the cusp, but man, you're, you're really in it. I want to encourage you to really consider getting some additional professional help because it'll be a great asset to you. And as a result, you'll be able to build resilience. You'll be able to have true grit and be able to come out on the other side and not only be better for yourself, but to your community, your family. And in turn, you'll be able to teach others to do the same. You can say, man, I've been there, 
but look at where I am now. And so I thank you all for listening. I hope that these signs are very helpful to you. And I hope that um, if you are experiencing burnout or if you know someone who is experiencing burnout, these tips could be something that can really allow you to get on the other side and inspire you to make a shift, to make a change so that you can avoid stress and avoid burnout. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to speak to you all again next week. I hope today's podcast was thought provoking and helpful. If you want more information, be sure to visit my website, thepuresocialblog.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter and follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Also, I would love to hear about what resonates with you and what may have inspired you. Please leave a review and spread the word about this podcast. Thank you.